Amy Winslow, and I am so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. If you have a cup, lift it up or lift up your hands and let's ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. God's Word is powerful. It is mighty. It is filled with grace that gives us the ability to be transformed from the inside out without the grace of God through His power working in us. We don't have the ability to change on our own. We rely on the beautiful, wonderful, abundant grace of our Lord, our Lord God. Uh, he has brought us through a lot this year. I know uh, I'm not the only one this, this, last, this last year. Um, and just am so grateful to have a fresh start. Here we are at the beginning of a, a new month. February 1st of 2023, I'm just really delighted to see all that God is doing and what He says in His Word, that He will do abundantly, immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. And it's often in the ways that we don't see or perceive. It's often in the ways we wouldn't guess that He would bless us, but they are still abundantly beyond all that we could ask or imagine. He meets our every need. So I don't know what need you have today or what you are walking through and, and maybe you're struggling with finances, maybe you're struggling with a relationship, maybe you're struggling with um, just dynamics at work and trying to, you know, to to. Find your way through through your office. Maybe you are um, just wrestling with uh, how you're going to interact with a family member that's doing something you're not uh, that's not in alignment with God's word. How are you going to handle that? There's choices that we have every day to live under God's hand and under His law and give Him the opportunity to work through us. Will we screw up? Yes, because we're human. But there is grace even abounding for that. And what I'm so excited about this month is that the series that we're walking through called Today Matters, and we're going to walk through these a series of statements through the, uh, through, excuse me, through the course of this month. We're going to walk through a series of statements that say just for today. And each time it's going to be a little prayer that I want you to take with you. And again, this is coming from an excerpt in John Maxwell's book, Today matters. And just for today, just for today is our prayer. That God give us just for today. That we don't get so bogged down in what's coming in the future. We don't get so bogged down on, uh, you know, that, that snowball effect that seems to take over. And what am I going to do tomorrow? What, what about this? What about this? What about this? And let's focus on the present moment. Let's focus on what He wants to do in us and focus on one thing at a time. One bite at a time, as they say, is how you eat the elephant. And I believe that God moves the mountains in our lives one rock at a time, one pebble at a time. Often times it's not just taking this huge mountain and shifting it and throwing it into the sea, although that is absolutely in His capability to do. But so often it's chipping away at us, chiseling away at us, um, just talking with a friend yesterday about how we are like the the solid piece of stone that 
um, was crafted out and molded out, shaped out to become this beautiful statue. It reminds me of the statue of David in Italy. That, that statue took time to chisel away at. That statue of David, it is massively tall. I don't know if you've seen it or been to it or seen a picture of it, people standing next to it, but it's massively tall. Um, and to think about the, the time, the precision, the vision that would have had to go behind chiseling out that the marble little by little by little by little it didn't happen overnight over a week over a month it took a long time to chisel through and actually create this beautiful statue for all of the world to gawk over all of the world to admire the craftsmanship of it and that is exactly what god is doing with us in our lives it is over time chiseling away scraping off the calluses that have been built up in our lives. He's softening our hearts and turning our heart of stone into a heart of flesh. He's giving us the opportunity to soften over time through the grace of His Spirit. And just for today, our, the choice that we want to make today is that we would have the attitude of Christ. Just for today, Lord, help me to have the attitude of Christ and may that transformation get inside of us that we leave here, leave this day saying, just one more day, just one more day. In, in the recovery community, you often will hear um, a day at a time, a day at a time. And walking through really hard seasons, I say it's really a moment at a time, um, breathing in and just really feeling God's presence, saying yes to Him. like It's a moment at a time. It's a day at a time. Let's not get so far ahead of us that let's focus on what we can do today. So just for today, Lord, would you shape us and mold us to have the attitude of Christ. And I want to read some verses to you from Philippians chapter 2, 5-8. through 8. And I'm going to read today from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And it says this, Make your own attitude, that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. He did not um, make the existing in the form of God in the equality that he had with God, Jesus's equality with God, he did not use it as something for his own advantage. Let's keep that in mind. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a slave and taking on the likeness of men. Of men. He assumed the form of a slave. That means he took on the lowest of low position. He was at a place equal to God. He said, I'm not going to use this place and position for my own advantage. I'm going to choose to make myself lowly, a humble servant. He emptied himself, taking on the likeness of men, and he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. He humbled himself by becoming obedient. 
he humbled himself by becoming obedient. And that obedience was saying yes to God's plan that there had to be a perfect spotless lamb, a sacrifice that could take on, that was a great enough sacrifice that it would be able to cover all of the sins of every human being on the earth from the beginning of time throughout all of existence from now until forever. Every sin that would be committed against God and His will. Jesus took all of that. He had to be the perfect spotless lamb. And it was that obedience where the obedience of stepping down from His uh, position, His place. It didn't mean that He had to give up it didn't mean that he was, um, he, he was no longer God. He was able to be both God and man. But in his position of being God, he chose to become servant. He chose to become a servant. And this is the attitude of Christ. He did not use his position or his um, title for his own advantage. He didn't uh, use his status for his own advantage, but for the advantage of you and for the advantage of me, that I could be made in um, unity with God. I could be brought into unity with God. That broken relationship because of sin could now be reunited with God reunited with him. So my question for you today, as we're looking at just for today, Lord, can you help me to have the attitude of Christ? What are you using for your own advantage? If you look at Christ and giving up his place, his position and becoming a servant, what is it that you might be using for your own advantage? Maybe it is, maybe it is your, your power and your prestige, your place or position in this life. It's, it's your uh, job and your title at work. Maybe it's your job or role in the church. And I'm talking to church because so often we think that, oh, it's a church. It doesn't have the same issues that the rest of the world does false. The church is made up of humans who are fallible. The church is made up of people like me who make mistakes, who get in my own way, who wrestle with flesh and blood instead of wrestling with the rulers and principalities of this dark world. But God gives us the grace to have the attitude of Christ. And today, may we take stock of those things in our life that maybe we're, we're using for our own advantage to get a leg up, to, to give us the advantage over someone else. Maybe it's um, programs that we're doing that help us to have fame. Maybe it's a busyness in our life that's keeping us separated from people. That we aren't able to minister to people in our lives and around us. That God's planted us in this community. 
but we can't do anything about it because we've so programmed, over-programmed, and busied our life that we can't even understand or, or notice, acknowledge a need from someone around us. We're using the busyness and the availability of all of the things that this world offers to, for our own advantage and to keep us in a place where we don't have to enter into the hard things of life, where we don't have to enter into the difficult relationships with people. We don't have to, to we're so busy we don't even see the homeless person on the street. What does it look like to be emptied? What does it look like to take a low position in our families, in our communities? What does it look like? I want you to think about this and answer it for your own life because I am not sitting in your shoes. I am not going to give you the answer. That's something for you to talk about with God because what it is for you may look different than it does for me because we're in a different place, a different setting, a different uh, demographic, a different everything. So whatever it is for you, I want you to talk to God about it. What does it look like for you to be emptied? And lastly, what is the obedience that you need to say yes to that will lead you to a place of humility? Maybe God's been talking to you about clearing your schedule, about simplifying life, about having only limited number of activities and keeping evenings free or keeping Sundays as a complete Sabbath or there is no work. I don't know what God has been speaking directly to you and to your heart. I don't know how he's been been wanting to mold and shape you for the purposes and plans that he's called you to. But what I do know is that if you're listening, he is speaking. And if you're willing to be obedient, he will give you the grace to be transformed into his likeness. And so today, just for today, we're going to pray, Lord, would you help us? Lord, would you help us to have an attitude of Christ? where we recognize that the places and positions that you have put us in are not for our own advantage, but so that we can be a blessing to those around us. You've called us to places in this life, Lord, not for our own notoriety or fame or prestige or title or for our own um, attaboy or girl, but Lord, you take us to places So that we can be a blessing to those around us in that environment. And God, oftentimes that means that we have to lay down our position and title, lay down the, the, um, the loftiness of those positions and places and surrender ourselves, lower ourselves to a place of humility that we can serve those around us with open arms, with a welcoming smile, with kind and gentle words with grace, with empathy, with compassion. So God, I pray that today we would have the attitude of Christ, that we would be willing to say yes to whatever it is that you've been asking us to, and that obedience would lead us to a place of humility like we have seen in Christ. And God, I pray that you would just 
allow us by your grace to be transformed from the inside out that not only today but that every day from here on out we would choose to say yes to having the attitude of Christ that just for today we're making this our our focus our prayer that we would have the attitude of Christ but God may it not stop here I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and the reminder that what I'm doing today, how we're living this life today, it matters. And it will impact generations to come that I won't even be around to see, Lord, but you are plant planting seeds of faith that will produce fruit in the generations to come. I thank you, Lord, for your promises. I thank you, Lord, for your power. I thank you, Lord, for your grace and the example of the life of Jesus on this earth, how he lived, how he moved, how he served. And may we become more like him in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I do pray that you have a blessed and wonderful Wednesday. And Lord willing, I will see you back here on Friday. Bye-bye.